There are details on ISO 8, Negasonic Teenage Warheads event, and more rumors. All of that and more coming up on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. And if you guys are ready for it, Casino, my brother, tell him what to do. Let's start drinking. Alley flying. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Valley Flying here. I am back. Welcome to your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. As usual, I am joined by my brother, Casino. How are you doing, man? Um, I'm a few shots in at this point. I'm doing pretty good. Oh, yes. Disclaimer time, guys. Casino uh, is joining us after stream, and uh, his stream bought him many, many shots uh, during his stream. So this might get a little uh, weird, but uh, good week in Marvel Strike Force. Right or no? <laughs> uh, I've been having fun. I don't know. I'm having a good time now. That's all I know. Cool. Well, uh, speaking of good times, you, you had a first this week. Would you Would you care to share that, my celebrity friend? Oh yes. Well, <laughs> thank you for asking. Um, I'm I'm glad you got my press packet that I sent before this. Uh, but so yeah, I did. I did get noticed in the real world for the first time, um, like not at a convention or anything, and I wasn't expecting it at all. Uh, we were going to a uh, like a Japanese hobby shop um, while we were out on the town. My girlfriend's friend is in town, so we just popped into some random shop. I was looking at like Gundam model kits, and I walk in, and the person behind the desk is like, oh, you're a casino. And I was like, I, yes, I am, but how did you know that? I was starting thinking, like, am I wearing a name tag or something? Like, how does this person know that? And then they're like, I'm playing Marvel Strike Force right now. I'm like, oh. Watch your videos. Yeah. You're on yeah. my TV. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. So, uh, yeah, it's fun to check that one off the bucket list. But but the, really, the point of the story was uh, I'm kind of a bragging, big deal. Now. Bragging, I'm, bragging, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. what's known in the biz as a bit of a big deal. So, uh, <laughs> you know, for future episodes, I'll have my people get in touch with your people. Maybe we'll renegotiate a little well, bit. Hold but, on, uh, hold on. You're not the only person that got noticed, you know, so I'm going to have to have my con people contact your people and they could contact you. We're going to have to go through proxies from now on because <laughs> my mom did mention that she met you at the grocery we're, store. We're little, oh, my goodness. No, I had a real meeting. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, anyway, let's get on to some Marvel Strike Force stuff instead of just our uh, personal lives here. What could be more important than me? Uh, <laughs> not. not <laughs> Not much, my friend. Yeah, but, there's no response prepared for that. He was like, "Oh my god!" All right. <laughs> Where in the world is Mister Sinister? We got we got notice in a blog post that he is uh, here uh, a couple weeks ago, but it just just as start as as soon as we started recording, we got this notice that he is now available in the War Store. What is going on with this? Why did they say he was available before he was? So actually, it's a really, really, really long story. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start from the top. But there's a lot of things went into this. There's a ton of pieces in play. But so here's this whole story. Ready? So they put out a dev blog that says Mr. Sinister is in the war store now, but no one's seeing him. So I messaged someone at Fox Next, and it turns out uh, their response was, oopsies. I would expect nothing less. I, I thought Fox Next. <laughs> Not not making all these errors again, but I guess uh, it's happening. But yes, he, he apparently is available now. I have not seen him in my store, but uh, let let us know in the comments uh, just to just to make sure that he is there because I, I thought he was there before. He's and, uh, there apparently, now. is not. Did you did no, you actually see now. him? Did you actually see him? Uh, no, but I, people send me screenshots. They're okay. like, he's in there now. He's okay. in there now. Cool. cool. Yeah, the, the game mail went out at the right time. The blog post 
was early. All right, uh, new event, a serendipity event for Domino's Shards. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week as uh, in preparation for it. Now it's actually here. Uh, thoughts on this so far? Uh, how's your drop rate been with uh, getting some Domino Shards into center? Um, better than previous ones, I'd say. Uh, definitely better than than other ones. So, you know, not not remarkable, not incredible. I don't get Domino almost every time, but uh, like Proxima, I got her in the center like twice ever. So mm. it's not bad. Hey, th this one's pretty good. We got some sinister. I, I was like, oh, I didn't get Domino, but I got Toad. That's that was uh, that yeah, was yeah, uh, I got, pretty. I got some Toad. Pretty happy for me. Toad, toad consolation prize ain't bad. Sinister either. Sinister either. Especially since uh, he he hasn't been in this war store until now. I, I, I have him seven star, but I realize I'm one of like five people in the whole game that has him seven star. Oh, and if you don't, first it's way more problems. The celebrity status oh, is going yeah. to. <laughs> Listen, all right. <laughs> When you when you get to an elite level like me, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I realize that uh, uh, sinister charge is good news for absolutely everyone, but like five people. So I'm super glad that he's in that orb, and I want more people to get more sinister shards. Then. I I do as well. All right, an interesting uh, event that we got, and this this one was kind of outdated for a while. For a long time, you've been saying this is the worst event. They kind of redid it, added some cool new things, but. Uh, this this hand, this Relic Hunter event came around, and I think I upgraded one piece of gear after that event, and seems a little low for an event that comes around once a month. Uh, we've been wanting this to be upgraded for a while. What are your What are your thoughts on this event? What do you think is appropriate amount for an event that comes around once a month? I mean, on the one hand, it's like, oh, who are you to complain? Like, it's free stuff, you know? So, and they did just make it even better. So it's like, you know it's a little bit odd to be like, listen, we are entitled to at least 500 ABCs. You know what I mean? But, but I do agree that compared to like the average amount we bring in for like gold compared to what we get from a payday, yeah. the average amount of T4s compared to a block party, the average amount of promotion credits compared to the, the Wakanda event. This one is definitely the short end of the stick. And I would say to, to bring it within uh, an appropriate amount compared to the others so i'm just ballparking it i'd have to actually do the math but i'd, I'd say uh you know probably like 150 abcs at a minimum um you know for like three four items at a three minimum four. okay yeah, I mean, that, that seems a little more rewarding, especially for an event that's happening once a month. You know, it's, it's not like these challenges that are happening three times a week, uh, the once a month. And then, you know, you get to upgrade one piece of gear just seems eh, eh, underwhelming. But three or three or four, I would, I, I'd be a little more happy with that as well. All right. Big blitz this past weekend for Ironheart. A uh, little bit below the first iteration of that Call Obsidian Blitz. Did this surprise you or is this kind of expected considering that she's not like an essential member of this team? As you know, a lot of people are running that vision version of that power armor team. She upgrades that slightly, but uh, was this surprising to you, uh, the blitz scores for her uh, initial blitz? Um, I mean, it was right in line with our predictions, so I wouldn't really say it was a surprise. Like, we never know quite what it's going to be, so it was kind of somewhat unexpected. But again, it was it was right in line with what we predicted. Um, there were reasons why we thought she'd be higher and reasons why we thought she'd be lower. But um, I mean, Call Obsidian was a a critical component of the new strongest synergy team in the game. Yeah. Whereas Ironheart is a moderate improvement to a 
what I would describe as like a middling team. Power Armor is like a middling team. They certainly shine quite a bit in in Alliance War, but uh, yeah. what people have to remember is like Alliance that. War itself is only three days a week, and for many alliances that do the off war, Alliance War is really two days a week that they take it seriously. And then when they do take war seriously, one team often doesn't make that big of a difference. There's so many war offense, more defense teams. So Foxx likes to to push war offense and war defense teams. But ultimately, if a team is like pretty much just a war team, that's like the the most inconsequential a team can be. Like I'm all for it, but a raid team is a much bigger deal. An arena team is a much bigger deal. Agreed. A team that unlocks a legendary is a much bigger deal. A team that has some kind of niche, you know, in some mode, but just like a war offense team or a war defense team, like of all the things for your team to be, that would be the the one where it's like, well, if you don't have it, then you just have a slightly worse arena defense team, or I'm sorry, a slightly worse war defense team that still gets one shot by someone's Fantastic Four or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, agreed. And, and you know, at least for me, both of those aren't super high on the list, but I think a, for me, a war offense team holds a little more value than a war defense team, particularly because I can use that team. I can see that team function. Whereas a war defense team, they get all these bonuses, but other than seeing some stats in the win column on defensive wins, I don't really get to see that team really shine. So for me, offense is a little better than war defense, but yeah, just not as much as blitz, not as much as, uh, she's not blitz, not as much as arena or raids or uh, some of the, some of these uh, more valuable game modes, in my opinion. Yep. Now, now, just to offer a counterpoint to that, I agree. Like, I prefer a war offense team. I'm really glad X-Force is war offense. War offense is more fun, but I would argue that war defense is slightly more impactful because, like, right now, let's say, like, they go, yeah, you know what? We're not releasing X-Force. We're already full clearing helicarriers. So X Force isn't gonna be like, now we're gonna double full clear helicarriers. Like we're gonna full clear helicarriers still. It will be easier and cleaner. It might happen earlier, but like if they release some super crazy, and I don't want them to, but if they release some super crazy defense team and it was like, dang, at a minimum, you have to three shot that defense team. Like that might actually significantly shake up war where it's like, well, now we got to be smarter about our attacks because it's not really a race to full clear. We're going to get hung up on the, you know, whatever, the Howard the Duck team. We're never going to clear that, whatever it is. So the offense team, I feel like, doesn't make that big of a difference because, like, like if they were just like, all right, we're not releasing any more war offense teams for a while, it would just shift for like, all right, well, now we have to save Black Order for this new team which means we have to use our X-Men for this team, which means we have to use our Fantastic Four for this team and our Symbiotes, and our Aimtron. Like, we, there's, there's good attack teams, so. No, I agree. I agree. As far as impacting the game and actually strategy and helping your own lines, the defensive teams work a little better. But as far as fun... They're not very yeah, fun. Yeah. I, I, I don't like them. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they, they have more impact. I just don't like them. I like the war offense teams a lot more. <laughs> Same. All right, and we saw this in the data mines last week. Raid season updates. It looks like it went into effect earlier this week. Uh, they added extra rank slots for fourth through 100th place, so getting a little more rewards, more T4 ability materials for all ranks, uh, ranking structure. Now, there was some issues with this when uh, people saw this. Uh, has this now that this is in effect? Uh, is this is this? Are, are the rewards matching up? So if you go up higher tiers, you're getting more rewards or is there still something 
screw with the rewards. Because earlier this week, I saw something, uh, some, some people doing calculations, like the rewards are a little screwy. Have you, have you taken well, a look they, at the numbers they yet? Were, they were. So they, they actually did a change in two parts. But so basically, and this might not be exactly related, but I, I think what you're referring to is 100%ing... Um, I'm just picking two random ones, the ones that my alliance deal with. 100%ing difficulty two of Ultimate 7 gives you better rewards than 60% difficulty three. Yes, and I think it's more rewards than difficulty four at 60% as well, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least some of the materials of uh, at least the blog post that I saw. So uh, do you know if that has been changed as well with this uh, update or is that still in effect? So I know what they did was they they changed it. So firstly, the the season points, I think, and I could be wrong. I think the season points for sixty percent are now better. The actual okay. like gold and orange elite orb shards, or sorry, just orange gear orb shards and purple gear and the T fours. I think all those things are still better for the hundred percent lower difficulty. Okay. But the season points, I think, are higher. Okay. So and and by being like, well, now the higher you rank in season, the better your season rewards. I think that was kind of designed to entice people, but um, I, I don't think it was a complete success. But I, I know now that if you get like 80%, that it gets better. And so, instead of the 60%, just so just those correct. few nodes, even though you're not reaching the next milestone, right. will get right. you more points. Now, 80% difficulty three is going to be the same or better than 100% difficulty okay. two. Okay. So, so it's a step in the right direction. It's still not perfect, but um, yeah, it's it's a step in the right direction, and it and it adds an element of risk because even if you're like, hey, you know, we we may not get eighty percent, but we should definitely be able to hundred percent the difficulty before this. It still only takes one person to not show up, and then you don't get it, and then you're like, ah, oh, man, we gamble on this and we still lost. Damn it! Get your crap together, casino <laughs> or whoever it is. Oh, I messed it up earlier today. <laughs> in my defense, I went to an area in, if anyone that knows. you got uh, recognized and uh, kind area, of distracted you from raids. No, different area. Different area. I wasn't, I wasn't talking about myself on this day. No, we went to a place called the Mystery Spot in Santa Cruz. And it's, okay. a place up, it's up in the mountains where there's absolutely no signal. So by the time I got down from the mountain... And finally got some signal. I had an alliance mate call me like, hey, yeah, you was, alpha? And also you missed Ultimus. It was some strange magnetic field. It wasn't some fan recognizing you. They're separate incidents. <laughs> no, I was just without phone service. But I cost us 100% Ultimus 7. I suck. Uh, um, it feels bad. It's so bad when you're the leader too. I don't try to do it on purpose. But when I'm like, alliance is like named is after you guys? and all yeah, that stuff. No. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, who screwed it up? Oh, you know. That guy with his name on everything. Yeah, sucks. Speaking of raids, we have the alpha raids back. How excited are you about this, baby? I am so excited. Oh, I love yeah. raids. No, I don't <laughs> same old same, man. All right, moving on. Yeah. And speaking of awesomeness, more awesomeness, Night Nurse Blitz. We also got notice of that in the uh, blog post. How excited are oh, you about yeah. this? 
Oh man, when I heard Nightmare Splits, I was doing laps around my house. I was doing cartwheels. I was so excited. I love Nightmare Splits. So like- am I. I. I was doing laps, push-ups, all kind of things. I was so happy Nightmare Splits. I actually went out. I insisted that uh, my girlfriend go out and buy confetti. I told her she had to get the party streamers, the, the things you blow into that make the noise. Yeah, we made it a whole thing. I oh, absolutely... As soon as I saw the blog post, I was like, I got to order my Night Nurse cosplay right now. And hopefully it comes before this blitz is over because that would be a shame if I don't get to wear that Night Nurse cosplay while this yep. blitz is still going on. You heard it here first, guys. 200 likes and Valley has guaranteed Night Nurse cosplay on the next weekly news update. Uh, I am so excited. I love when I get to take three days off of blitz. Me too. <laughs> Where were we? Where were we? Uh, I don't know. I got so excited at Nightmare Splits. So I love their play. <laughs> all right. So we had the Phoenix event return. So congratulations to all those players that unlocked Phoenix. It looks like we are still on schedule. Foxnix holding to their uh, release cadence. Up next, supposed to be Star-Lord, and it looks like it is, according to this blog post. So, thoughts on Star-Lord? Not one of the best legendary characters, but still one of the best characters in the game, correct? Yeah, he's definitely up there. So, on the most recent tier list, we took him just out of God tier into Demigod tier. Um, But but definitely with Synergy, he can can pop back up to God if you have him paired with the right person. But, um, yeah, he's... um, So... Some of his stats have fallen off, right? His health is no longer that impressive compared to the health bars of, like, there's plenty of non-legendary characters that just have so much more health than him, like the symbiote Spider-Man is just a random one. A ton of people have. He has way more health. In terms of damage, his his opening ultimate used to be this really, really fast, really scary. It used to be one of the earliest, most hard-hitting burst attacks in the game. And nowadays, it's not that early. I forget what his exact speed is, but um, I want to say he's around like 120. And we have a bunch of characters around like 127 these days. So he's not that fast. His burst, it's like 500 and something percent, which like it's nothing to scoff at. But if it's not like a seven red star Star Lord. His burst isn't terribly destructive. Uh, maybe if you get like a defense down on someone beforehand. But so his, his main thing are his blinds, which are nice, they're unavoidable. His focus isn't incredible by today's standards, but it's it should be more than enough to land the blinds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, like the blinds are more needed on the first turn often, and a lot of times that you know you then have to choose between the the special and the ultimate. And the thing is, the special gives out ability energy, which is nice. But if you go too fast and you give out ability energy before people have used abilities, you run the ah, risk of got it. throwing yeah. energy on people that don't need it. Um, so his, his main, main, main thing is his passive. His passive gives out a bunch of energy. It's super nice. You can stick him in a corner and he still holds a unique role as someone who can operate as an energy batter. If you have a character, you're like, this character's amazing. They just have long cooldowns. Star-Lord is your guy. But um, it, it, uh, yeah, other than that, he's not. I don't know that he's enough of a team player. Like A lot of the legendaries these days are like, defense up to everyone, speed bar for everyone, healing for everyone, all these things. And then Star-Lord's like, energy for that guy. Help and the I, Guardians. Help, Yeah, help the Guardians, but more important. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing is the Guardians aren't a crazy meta team anymore. Um, but but again, like he's mostly like, oh, I gave energy to one person. Maybe, maybe two people. <laughs> and they're like, all, all right. Could, could you do it for like everyone maybe? I don't know. So... I like Star-Lord a lot, but he's, um, he's definitely fallen off a bit. 
he's still very uh, worth getting because he's easy to get. The Guardians are easy to get. Yeah. And so as, as a newer player, which we're seeing a, a pretty good influx of new players these days, um, that's not to scoff at Star-Lord. If you're a newer player, Star-Lord will, will do incredible for you, especially like the Star-Lord-Rocket-Groot combo. Uh, still, still pretty solid. Even even as a late game player, there's there's still plenty of uses for the the guardians and the BKT teams. But um, yeah, not not as crazy as like Phoenix, who he's you know following. Yeah. Now, now I do have to uh, ask about Dark Dimension viability. He was one of the best characters paired with Minerva for Dark Dimension Two. Is he still a character that you're recommending for newer players, mid game players, for possibly entering Dark Dimension Three, or just is his energy not coming often enough in that game mode to make him worth it? Well, so it's 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 actually kind of different. Um, why he was good for Dark Dimension Two was because. Dark Dimension 2 just took a long, long, long time. The enemies had giant health bars. And so like the Minerva ults were like your best opportunity to make progress and take away the health bars. Dark Dimension 3, you have a completely different problem, which is if you don't take turns very, very quickly, you go splat. Totally different problem. Star-Lord, incredibly susceptible to going splat. So right away, like, well, he's not the, the strongest pick as if he gets a, a, the wrong sideways glance, he falls over. Uh, his ultimate, not crazy damage. Um, you're, you're more looking for people that either give everyone speed up, give everyone defense up, give everyone offense up, you know, blind a ton of enemies. So he, like by no means is he the worst Dark Dimension 3 pick. If, if you've taken him in a DD3, like he's still one of the better characters in the game. I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I definitely don't think you need to... I don't think it's like you have to take Star-Lord or you're doing DD3 wrong. I didn't take him. Most people haven't taken him, and the main reason most people haven't taken him is because he uses tech gear. And there are several other high-priority tech characters, like Minerva is tech, Ultron is tech, Scientist Supreme is tech, uh, Shuri is tech... I could go on, but there's like a big list of tech characters that are more important to have. So the main reason I wouldn't recommend Star-Lord is there's so many other tech characters you should take. But if you have like a, a seven red star Star-Lord or you just really like him, he's certainly not the worst option. But uh, I, I don't I, I don't recommend him. But uh, it, it's it's not like, oh, you took Star-Lord. Well, you're never finishing DD3. Like yeah. you'll, you'll be all right, but. So uh, new players just unlocking him, probably taking up to gear 13 for Dark Dimension 2, but probably not 14 for 3. All right, payday is coming. Oh, another one, baby. Yes. Oh, it's like three or four in a row. Payday is here. Uh, well, not here yet, but it should be here early, uh, later this week. Gold. Gold galore from all of our watch. mercs. Wait, if there's anything I've learned from dev vlogs, if it says payday is here, that means we get to spend the next week wondering where the heck it is. <laughs> so maybe, maybe not this week, next week it'll be here. <laughs> and people can spend re uh, refreshes, uh, refreshing the event section. And then uh, maybe yeah. the payday event will show up. Maybe it won't. But uh, yes, just spend your cores on that uh, event section and uh, yeah. see if it shows up. <laughs> quick thing, to their credit, they did say if you want a refund. <laughs> right into support so at least they're refunding people uh, they, they 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 make mistakes but they try to make them right usually so the, you got to give them credit for that but uh, the mistakes are pretty funny <laughs> oh yeah this was pretty interesting uh we we've we seen some of these previously as like test accounts uh we've seen this one an x-men one i think there was a guardians one there's a few different ones that went out 
I guess this is the one that went got the most sales because this was the one that was released to the general public uh, earlier this week. How awesome of an offer is this thing right here? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty good offer. It's, it's 100 yo-yo shards for 25 bucks. That is already a much better value than we normally see, right? It's normally like 50 for 30 bucks. 50, yeah. And then so. it's it's also 100,000 gold and it's a ton of other shards for characters. And like a lot of people still don't have seven star Black Widow uh, or, or just, you know, like people probably haven't been farming Hawkeye these days or Captain America. So it's it's a great deal. Wait a minute. I'm confused, though. It doesn't say what percent off. I, I think the percent should be like uh, 170% off or something like that. If you use the uh, Fox X math, because normally, like you said, 50 shards of yo-yo, 30 bucks. No, the, the actual way Fox X math works, right, is they have a spin wheel and they just put a bunch of random numbers on it. They spin the wheel and whatever it lands on, it's that percent off. So right. I don't have the spin wheel here. I don't know what percent off it would be. But yeah, that's how they decide it. Yes. Uh, in all seriousness, though, this is, this is a very good deal, especially for newer players. So uh, if it's still around when the news uh, video goes up, I actually, uh, yes, if it's still around, get this offer. Just just the yo-yo shards alone are worth it if you're someone that spends money on this game. And if you're a brand newer player, that's uh, this this is great. This is better than anything I, that was around when I started the game. I do want to applaud uh, Foxnex on this one. Um the number, uh, it was fascinating watching the community response to this offer. So many people send me messages like, did you see the bug shield offer? Dude, quick, log in, you can buy it before it's gone. <laughs> no, not a single person was like, oh wow, they're offering this deal to everyone. Every single person was like, they screwed up, buy it. Dude, so many people bought it. Uh, and at least half those people were like, quick, quick, buy it before they notice. Conditioning, conditioning. They have got, they, they have got the community condition. <laughs> they just have this awesome offer. We gotta be right now before it goes away. <laughs> buy it, buy it, hurry, buy it. Tell your friend to buy it. Buy two if you can. Dude. Uh, Marketing oh. at Expiredus. Good job, Scopely Fox. <laughs> you, 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 you've got us uh, ready for these. And, uh, and, and I have a feeling, like, I don't know the, the story behind this. I never will. But um, when when we did figure out that they were offering these to new players, there were a ton of people who'd been saying, like, what? Why is that only offered to new players? If they offered that to me, I'd buy it immediately. And I guess someone at FoxX had read that and was like, you know, I think if we release this to everyone, we'd sell a bunch of them. And then they are like, nah, 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 that's the new player offer. How many can we possibly sell? And that person might push back like, I'm, look, look at the comments. Everyone's saying they'll buy it. One billion offers sold. All I know is they probably sold a crap ton of those. And I would not be surprised if we see another one real soon. Good. These are the kind of offers we want them pushing, not to... Not to $30 for 50 shard type uh, offers. I, I don't yeah. know. Big thing of the week, and this was just released uh, hours before we started recording, so I don't know if uh, we've both fully digested this whole blog post yet, but ISO 8 preview, Playtest 2 announced, and uh, it was asked on the uh, content creator server, the Envoy server, that uh, we, we are, we, we can say that we're participating in this. So, yes, uh, but what, what are your overall thoughts in this? I guess we'll break down uh, section by section, but just what are your general thoughts on uh, the, some of the new details we learned about ISO 8? Uh, for me, the biggest thing is, and I'm not even sure if I can say this, but I'm, I'm going to. For me, the biggest thing is it's significantly different from the original version of ISO 8 that we saw. Yes. 
Yeah, that, that's that's what they promised, taking out some of the RNG. And it looks, at least what I'm reading in this blog post, that a lot of the RNG is removed. Uh, one thing that they specifically said here, which was a worry, especially from people coming over from Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, uh, will there be bonus speed stats available? No current plans to include speed stats. So they're not saying no, but uh, at least in this first iteration, doesn't look like they're going to be including that. Um, any, any other uh, broad thoughts on this before we get into some of the... Uh nitty-gritty of it all uh no but i will say uh you might hear some weird answers at least from me and i say this because uh, as i just mentioned apparently we are allowed to say that we're now testing it but we were separately told that there's things that we shouldn't talk about until a specified time and there's some overlap between those things and what's in the blog so Talk about everything in the blog. Everything that's in a blog should be fair game because it's public. So. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm going to try. All right. So uh, each of these ISO 8 crystals has a specific slot to equip one of five slots in the matrix. If you have enough ISO 8 crystals of a lower level, you can fuse them together, create a higher ISO 8 crystal. Once you have a crystal in each slot, you can select a class for that character. Classes are part of the features that allows experimentation theory craft of ISO 8. Uh, we're gonna get into the different classes in just a little bit, but what are, what are your thoughts on this feature right here? Uh, combining specific things and uh, having, having uh, different pieces for different classes, for each different class of characters. I mean, it sounds good in theory, uh, you know, like like with anything, the numbers are going to have a lot to do with it. So, you know, are we talking like a, a huge stat boost or a tiny stat boost? Are we talking like it takes a month to get one of these to the higher level or can you do it in like one day of farming? Like there's the numbers have a lot to do with it, but the, the, the theory behind improving character stats and picking a class and being able to experiment in theory craft. Those are all things I really like. All right, so we see some of the stats here. This one says plus 6% resistance. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a lower level or a higher level. How big of an impact do you think, uh, or are you hoping that these uh, ISO 8s will have on our characters? Do you think they're, would you rather see something big, like game changer, some small stat increases like this? It's, it's kind of a multi-layered uh, answer. Like, I wouldn't mind if they made characters a lot stronger as long as it wasn't tough to, to get decently close. Like, it's it's kind of like with uh, gear. Like, I wouldn't mind, you know, if, uh, like, gear isn't too crazy to get. And outside of gear tier 14, like, it's pretty consistent the whole way up. So the difference between a gear tier 13 and a gear tier 3 is like, wow, gear makes a huge difference. But it's like, yeah, but it's not too hard to go after what you want, get it, allocate it how you want. So it's not as big a deal how much stronger it makes when it's, you, you can just kind of decide like, yeah, it makes them real strong, but mm -hmm. I, I'm choosing who gets real strong and, and how. So it's one of those things where the, the other numbers in play will really determine it. Um, but but as a general rule, like there are enough other things that you, you don't want it to overshadow everything else. It shouldn't be like, who cares about their gold stars, who cares about their red stars, just, just crank their ISO 8 up and you'll be fine. We don't want that. So yeah. I'm hoping that ISO 8 uh, doesn't doesn't supersede like ah so what if I have two red stars I have crazy ISO 8 on that character like I don't I don't want it to be that although the the community might prefer like let ISO 8 be so strong that red stars aren't as important because ISO 8 mm -hmm. is what matters and that we control right I, well let us know in the comments I, I I gave my like off the cuff thoughts but yeah maybe maybe people want it real strong so that red stars matter less I don't know. 
I don't know. My personal preference. I've seen I've seen it super strong in other games, and that wasn't that fun. So hopefully it doesn't get uh, super crazy in this one. All right, and as we scroll down on this list, we see that there's uh, five different classes of character currently in the game right now. And there are five classes containing prisms that could be equipped to the matrix. These classes currently are Raider, Striker, Skirmisher, Fortifier, Healer. If we scroll down a little more, we see Nick Fury. He has that Fortifier tag. Or at least, I'm not sure if it's a tag that is associated with Nick Fury or if that's uh, just the, the gear that he has on, that uh, ISO 8 that he has on. Do you think that there's going to be a specific class that's beneficial for each character? How do you, how do you think this is going to work? So I have a bit of an interesting take on this, and, and this is, uh, like, I could be wrong. We'll see how it shakes out. But um, I would guess, like, as a standalone character, and I don't know if the, the examples I'm about to use are accurate. I'm just throwing out. But, like, it, it might just be, like, oh, uh, Killmonger should be a striker. Like, that Killmonger is just best as a striker. But uh, I do think that you're going to see some uh, mix and match based on which uh, like what the team is. So just as like a random example, like let's say I'm running a team that has, uh, uh, I don't know, Nick Fury and Mr. Sinister. I just picked two random people. And again, like the, the examples I'm using, I have no idea if this makes any sense once we actually see the game, but you'll hopefully understand the concept. It might be like, oh, as a solo character, Mr. Sinister wants to be a healer. And as a solo character, Nick Fury wants to be a healer. But since I'm running them both on the same team, I don't need two people to have healer. It might make more sense to put Nick Fury as the fortifier because Sinister is even better as a healer. And even though healer is his best, I'd rather have a fortifier with my healer, something like that. So it might make sense to change it up based on the teams that you're running as well. So, so having these tags associated to the ISO 8 and you could choose which ISO 8 goes on each character, uh, making them a raid or a striker and so on. Instead of just each character, oh, this this person is a tank. He's a he's going to be a fortifier. This this is also a protector. He's going to have that fortifier tag and so on and so on. You could kind of choose uh, what role to have these characters in. Absolutely, I, I would like that. I, I I would like if they did something like that. You could kind of customize your teams, kind of base it on your red stars, things like that, to kind of uh, shore up some weaknesses you have in your teams. Uh, let's let's scroll down here. Unless you have any other thoughts on uh, on the, on this section here, these different classes of characters. Uh, no, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll. I think in the dev blog they go into a little bit more detail about okay. the, the classes. But I, you know, th that's one of those things where I kind of want to be a little careful because I have a bit of a better understanding of the classes. So. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully we could just stick to what's in this dev blog. <laughs> uh, classes can be upgraded similar to abilities. So classes that require all ISO eight to be in the next level in order to upgrade the ability in the class. And as we see down here, it looks like uh, you can upgrade some different things on this uh on this iso 8 right here this is a healer level two and we see some different upgrades for that is this different for each each uh, piece of iso 8 you know i never noticed this but uh is, is that different for every piece um it looks like that says healer level one healer level two so i think that's referring to the class based on that screenshot but um if you go back to scroll down to it real quick uh, I'm just noticing this, and maybe I'm just reading way into it. Um, but if you doesn't it look like there's like two empty slots at the bottom? I'm wondering if they're like down the line they want to introduce uh, new pieces or something. I don't know. I, I just I just had that thought. Sorry, off topic. But. I mean, a lot a lot of their, their stuff the classes currently are. So it does indicate that they could add some more later on, which which could have some pretty interesting effects. So that 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 could be interesting as well. 
Um, and, and as you can see, you can see kind of see the upgraded uh, flow chart here well, as, uh, uh, as we start to go up. Uh, the in healer levels. thing we're seeing is the thing in the center. That's the healer thing. Um, so that that I think is is your class. This this is the class, and then right. uh, so I'm, I'm wondering. My 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 curiosity right here is: Do all healers get this exact stats, that's, or is this something that you get by rolling different pieces of isolate? You get different combinations. No, here. that's how it reads to me. Is that's healer level one, healer level two? So so every healer gets the same base stat, that, and then that's how it reads to me. Okay, all right. A new icon. Looks like we have a new status effect coming with these ISO eights. It's marked. It's a new mechanic coming with ISO eight. It's going to increase the incoming damage by 10%. Uh, is Striker, for example, is going to gain additional damage against marked enemies. It doesn't expire, but it will consume it. So this goes away. Skirmisher can flip positive effects against marked targets. Healer can clear marked from other allies. Uh, looks to be an interesting effect. Uh, what Do you think this is going to add to the uh, strategy of the game, or do you think this is going to uh, negatively impact the game? I think it'll definitely add to the strategy of the game. I'm, I'm interested to see how big of an impact it makes, but it sounds like they're they're setting the game up to have a good amount of um, interactions revolve around this new status effect. So I'm interested to see. So, so am I, so am I. And they said there's new mechanics plan for release with this feature. It looks like it's going to be uh, available, uh, a lot of this stuff for ISO 8 and a campaign mission. And we see a preview of it right here, the ISO 8 campaign. Uh, that's where we're going to require or acquire these crystals to forge these new uh, ISO 8s that we could acquire, uh, that we could equip on our characters. Um, and, and, and I guess uh, it, it looks like they're going to have a different uh, energy system. Is that? Yeah, that's what, that's what it says right there. It says uh, it'll use a new isolate energy. It won't require regular campaign energy. So so basically, this is just more free stuff. Free stuff. So yeah. more gold, more gear, more things that are associated with this whole new energy system. So I mean, I we don't know what we don't thing. know what'll be on those nodes, but uh, that's the hope. Yeah. Okay, I think I think in a previous uh, blog post they said more that they'll have those in the, oh. in the gear and stuff, uh -huh. but yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's old one and it's changed since then. Um, Q and A, uh, we already mentioned no speed. The bonus stats are uh, not randomly generated; they're predetermined, so more similar to gear than uh, red stars. What are your thoughts on this? Because I think this this was a big. Uh, point of uh, contention from the community when they first saw a lot of the stats a lot of things would be rng based and i think that's what a lot of the pushback from some of the other games that it, had, had this kind of mod system in there um what, I mean, what are your thoughts on this being predetermined i'm i'm always uh, a fan of less rng right like giving players control over what they're doing i don't think is ever a bad thing so i'm i'm in favor of this i am as well i am as well so it's yes good stuff uh, and and because you know it's, it's at some point games like this is about how long you've been playing uh you know and, and you know as people might not want to admit it's about how much money you spent on it so uh it's, it's not just about luck I, I i want it to be about skill uh upgrading characters that i want to have to be luck side so this this is this is good news for me speed we already talked about that i think that's good uh does not cost gold i think that was a big uh Concern when ISO 8, uh, not ISO 8, when Red Stars first came out. Is this going to cost more gold? We're already gold strapped as it is. Uh, this is not going to require additional gold. Any any thoughts on that? 
And I, I'm just so glad that they were were forthright with that information because I know a uh, a guy who got uh, kicked out of a previous playtest for suggesting that that might be the case last time. <laughs> so, yes, not not going to Costco. Not currently the plan. So again, they're 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 leaving them some room to do some different things, but no no plans right now to require gold. Uh, you can change characters classes freely but upgrading their resource upgrading them will cost resources so uh kind of goes to what you're saying you can kind of uh, switch characters uh theory craft build your teams based around uh different classes so that looks good all right uh can iso 8 pieces be moved around to different characters the current plan is that iso 8 uh, is locked to characters similar gears so there's no need time swapping them between characters not sure how I feel about this. Um, I, I'd like that there's not as much time, you know, once you put it on, you don't have to be switching it around, but uh, they're locked. I don't, and, and I'm not sure how that interacts with class because you could change your class uh, freely. So it, I'm curious to see how this whole thing is uh, is going to play out. But uh, I, I see this uh, not being able to move kind of as a double-edged sword. What are your thoughts on uh, not being able to move ISO 8 once they're locked to characters? I, I agree, and so on my stream earlier, there was a lot of confusion about this, and there's just some confusion in general about the specifics about how ISO 8 works, and um, there's one clarification that I, I don't think uh, we can make yet, but that I, I want to make that's causing a lot of confusion for people. So it's difficult to explain what kind of an impact this has uh, because the people are missing some of the context, but I, I'm with you. I think there's pros and cons to it. The easiest way to imagine it is to think of it like currently like gear. Um, I'm using kind of a, an abstract example, but if you have, you know, a bunch of uh, mini uniques and you decide like, all right, I'm going to craft this into, you know, uh, a big superior damage item for symbiote Spider-Man. Once you equip it to symbiote Spider-Man, you have it on symbiote Spider-Man for better or for worse. He has it. If you realize after the fact, like, oh, I wanted that on Wolverine. Well, it's on Symbiote Spider-Man. So your Symbiote Spider-Man is always going to be at least that awesome. And that's the decision you made. Mm. So, again, I, I wouldn't, regardless of how you feel about this, I would strongly urge wait until you get some more details because it's yeah. not quite what it sounds like. But uh, I mean, that's the general gist of it. And to explain the, the double-edged sword, if you could move it from character to character, then imagine if like you could unequip and re-equip gear pieces. So now imagine like you put something on Symbiote Spider-Man and then you immediately like, all right, now I'm using my X-Men. Let me pull it off Symbiote Spider-Man and put it on Wolverine. You'd yeah. be wasting a lot of time taking it off to put it on him so he can use it and then pulling it off, put it on her. So it's, it's a time saver, but it also makes you a bit more committed to decisions you make. So. Yeah, so so the so one of the big complaints, I guess, uh, from the, the Swaga people is that it takes so much time to move your mods around, and it takes hours to move them around. I guess this is eliminating that, so it's not that time sink, but it kind of eliminates some creativity as well. So, yeah, yeah you, you want more creativity and more time in the game. I think I don't know. I I yeah. hope this is a good balance that it's, it's not going to be uh, taking away yeah. from either one. So I, I'm curious to see how this interacts with changing class if you're not gonna be able to move these yeah. off. Yep, and we'll we'll see. But yeah, so like yeah, exactly what you said with Stars Galaxy Heroes, like they, I do hear a lot of those players complain, like, oh, it takes so much time to move around the mods, but they do it anyway because they want to move them around. Yeah. I don't. What I don't hear any of them say is, I wish I couldn't move these. They just go, ah, oh, I wish there was like a quick way to move them. Yeah. But 
they never this, say. This is the quick I way. This is quick. Do. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's locked. Yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's the best solution, but it's, it is a solution. It is a solution. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, it, it, will this add significant time to daily play? They said uh, you're going to have to get familiar with it, but it shouldn't add too much time investment. Um, thoughts on this? I, I know. I, I don't know how much you can say on this. Do you. From what you from what you've read in the blog post, do you think the system like this would uh, take a lot of us extra time? Um, I, I mean, I I don't think it's going to be too crazy. I don't think it's going to take much time. It's kind of like Red Stars. Uh, it's kind of a, a random example, but like Red Stars, like how much time do you spend on Red Stars and Red Star related stuff in a given day? Like not a, a little. But not a lot. But yeah. also, I just find the, the question and answer a little unhelpful because they, they're like, it shouldn't be requiring a significant daily time investment. According to who's well, I, think, I think I think that, you know, all the concerns of the community, uh, speed stats, no, not taking the speed stats. Are they random? Is it RNG? No. no uh, RNG. Is it going to require gold? No. Can you change the class? Yes, you can change the class. Can they move it around? No. So it's not going to require a lot of things. So I think they're trying to uh, get ahead of some of the pushback to ISO 8 before it comes around. And I think uh, this time thing is just saying it's not going to take too much time once you get familiar with it. Uh, and then this last one, I think this is what we were speculating last week on the news video. Is this why the health bars were updated? This is one of the reasons. Yes, the previous PIP indicators were essentially reached their maximum limit and uh, not changing it would make the ISO 8 bonuses very difficult to visualize. So exactly what we speculated last week, it is uh, particularly due to ISO 8 that we're seeing these uh, the health bars uh, re redone last week. Thoughts on yep. this? I, 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 let's talk about the health bars. Are you seeing uh, some issues with this? I've, I've, I haven't noticed it personally, but I've seen some questions about some people saying that uh, it's it's a nerf to health or is there, are people just imagining this? Well, I mean, it's so they just changed what they represent. So it used to the old system we figured out was pretty dumb. I forget if it went to 15 or 16, but the old one went to like 15 or 16 pips and that was it. And then anything beyond that, it didn't change. And the actual green bar under the pips is still a percentage. So it wasn't like you always lose one inch when you take a thousand damage. Like a character with 5,000 health, when he loses a thousand, he loses a, a huge amount. A character with 500,000 health, when he loses a thousand, you barely see it. The pips are just there to, to be a general approximation for like how much more health on average each character has. And so the problem with it used to only go up to like 15 or 16 and max out is we, we actually looked at it. We found someone who had like 160,000 health, something like that. And they had, again, whatever it is, 15 or 16 pips. Then we looked at someone who had like 290,000 health and they had the same maximum 15 or 16 pips. Hmm. You couldn't tell by looking. You had to hit someone and then see like how much did it take away. Um, very confusing. That so the new system- so intuitive when you're just looking at the game. It's so, so, so smart. Made it very confusing. So the new system, they've at least like reduced, and I don't know where they put the cutoffs, but they basically made it so like, if you actually see someone with fifteen or sixteen pips now, that's that person has an insane amount of health. You'll know that. So that's good. Um, and my guess is I, I don't know where where the lines get drawn, but if if they've decided like you know every twenty five thousand health is one pip, and that way you know you'll have like six or seven if you're at like two hundred, three hundred thousand health, whatever it is. Um, Okay, maybe a few more, but you get it. Uh, 
it's probably more reasonable and and I like that it doesn't currently max out. So I, I do think for the health of the game, it was a very necessary change. It came with the unintended side effect of making everyone think their characters got a lot weaker, even yeah. though they didn't. They just everyone looked like they had smaller health bars, and people people were used to gauging it. But just ignore the black lines and look at the, the green bar underneath. That's that's what you've really always had to do. Um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, half the feedback I got was like, I don't like it. My characters look weak. So, you know, even with the shots, I think you got through this pretty good. Any, any final thoughts on ISO 8? Okay, I do have a bit of a controversial <laughs> hot take here. And this is, uh, this remains to be seen, but I I do have a concern. I like that they, they've addressed all the concerns of the community, but I, I think in trying to head off all the concerns of the community. And again, like a lot of these are, are good things. Like, will it cost gold to upgrade? No, like I think that's just the right decision on that. But certain things, I think by by caving to the community on certain ones, uh, they they make it too homogenized. Like pretty much everyone agrees, like if you, if you cater to people too much, then you get something that actually no one enjoys that much. A perfect example is like pop music. Pop music has a lot of people that like it. But if you talk to anyone who's like, I'm really passionate about music, most of them are like, pop music is just, it's it's too it's made for It's too commercial, man. You're, it's you're listening for the man, man, dude. It's too much of the same, not enough risk, not enough experimentation, whatever it is, same formula, whatever they say. But but that's just one example. But when you, when you go, you know, too much exactly what people are asking and you end up taking no risk. So my... I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, maybe I'm just, uh, you know, filling the air with words right now. But I, I do worry that they there's too many things. Like, uh, like one of the ones that worries me is like you can't move the pieces around. Like, I completely understand people being annoyed at like, oh, now I have to move all my mods and Galaxy of Heroes. I hate it, but they hate it because they they want to do it. They don't like it because it's laborious. And again, there may have been a better solution, but just be like, oh, well, well, then you won't you won't have to move them. How about that? It's like this, a lot of these decisions, I feel like they took a bit more control away from the players. So I hope they didn't take, you know, too much of the agency and too much of what made it interesting away. I think, uh, I think I think I think you know a lot of the hardcore players are like oh I want to move it I want to be able to move it I, I don't like doing it but I want to I need to because I want the most advantage I think there's a lot I think there's a big percent as well that just says I don't want to bother with this this is just uh you know what there might not be optimized I just want to play so I, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure how the community is going to react to this I do want to see this in action all right and all together now it looks like negasonic teenage warhead is having an event as suspected with that unity tag that we talked about last week uh i wasn't sure what that was so thank you for uh, reminding me what what it was last year for america chavez and it looks like uh yes you can also unlock America Chavez coming this month. And the event for Negasonic Teenage Warhead starting in a few days, uh, June 21st. Uh, thoughts on Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, having an event similar to the, what is it, the Cyclops and some of the other Ghost Rider. Who, Mysterio was a Blitz, Blitz milestone character, right? Yes. Uh, I No, Mysterio was, uh, was uh, actual milestones, I think. Um, I think Ghost Rider and Cyclops are the ones that come to mind okay. for the Blitz milestones. All right. Did you did you like this character release method of uh, Blitz type release characters? Are you are you happy that she's being released this way, or uh, would you prefer a different release method? 
Um, well, we're not 100 percent sure what this is, but I'm I'm always fine. Like it. Oh, so all together now right. event. All together right. now event. Say, yes. You're right. It does say engage in blitz battles. Yeah. So so yeah, I did. Um, I, I I liked it because it was like a lot of stuff that we we're already doing anyway, and like if it's if it's a character blitz you already care about, then it's a way to get two characters at once, which is nice. So yeah, I, I was pretty happy with uh, how they handled Cyclops and uh, Ghost Rider. My only issue is both Cyclops and Ghost Rider. They have taken forever to make those characters available after having them available with this release method. So mm-hmm. I hope uh, Negasonic does not mm-hmm. suffer the same fate. Uh, yes, I think I think you're very optimistic though. <laughs> Still waiting for farmable Cyclops, man. Yeah, a couple couple other things before we start recording. Cole got added to the uh, orb, so I'm not sure if he is in the Red Star orb section now or not. I, I'm not sure if that's how Fox X defi- or Scopely defines farmable. I don't so. think so. I don't think so. <laughs> but the more important thing in this thing, Vision was removed from the Mega Orb. Ant-Man also <laughs> removed from the Mega Orb, baby. Finally time. What are your thoughts on this? My thoughts are I work really, really hard on infographics. And when I post them, they get like between three and 400 upvotes. And then there's like a 600 upvotes and climbing thread about how happy people are that Ant-Man isn't in Mega Orbs. Uh, why do I bother? Timing, no, timing that, baby, timing. You gotta time it. <laughs> just kidding. But um, no, I mean, like it's it's good that they're they're making mega orbs slightly more mega, but they're they're doing it pretty slowly. Like it's it's a step in the right direction, but we don't get very many one mega orbs. One and two out, one and two out for the past couple, right? So yeah, yeah, if they can keep up this trend, but we, we don't get them very often, and it's still pretty random. So even if they're like now we're down to like only forty characters in the mega orb, like it's still it's not like you get enough mega orbs. Like come on, if I just open a few more, I, I'm gonna get those cull obsidian shards I need. Like they're still just crazy random. So it's it's good news, but it's not crazy impactful. Um, it just removed some frustration points. Like, well, now you won't get Ant-Man. So now you'll have to be mad about getting the next, you know, oldest character. I mean, I, I liked getting Ant-Man because I liked those Ultimus orbs, especially with the Ultimus store coming. So now now my chances for that goes uh, even lower. But uh, I, I guess it's good. I could get called more often, though, right? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Man, a huge influx before we started recording. Also, in in game mail, Cable got his uh, ability corrected. Now gains uh, barrier only when he or he only gains barrier when he gains charge. It was everybody, so working correctly. Aim researcher also got some text corrected. Uh, any thoughts on this? Is this uh, anything huge, 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 or is this uh, small, small, small news? Aim researcher is just clarification, so that's not a big deal. That's whatever. Um, you know, now now Foxx just looks less silly when you read her ability descriptions, but they they still look plenty silly. If you go back to that ISO eight dev blog, there's a typo in the in the Nick Fury screenshot. But anyway, um, no, 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 yeah, not a, not, yeah. not a not a scopely Foxx blog post. Um, but uh, the cable one, boo! Cable got nerfed. Yeah. That's a bummer. I, so. I liked it better when Cable was OP and uh, kept getting buried when other people got charged. So, boo. All right. And rumor time, my friend. Uh, Drew, the rumor guy, has been uh, talking about some recent rumors that this this character, this rodent character coming to Marvel Strike Force was uh, previously mentioned, kind of fell off as far as the popularity, but kind of made some uh, headway as far as the rumors this week. Uh, kind of been brought uh, to the uh, to the spotlight. 
Squirrelor potentially coming to Marvel Strike Force. You've been very uh, vocal about this character, not wanting this character to come to the game. Is there anything that would convince you that this is a good character or uh, to have you not quit the game if this uh, character were, were released in Marvel Strike Force? So, so first off, I don't like when people refer to Squirrel Girl as a character. Uh, Squirrel Girl could only be referred to as a travesty, a uh, disaster perhaps, um, maybe an abomination. Um, but either way, uh, if Squirrel Girl were inflicted on Marvel Strike Force, I would be very, uh, very brokenhearted. Um, I would, uh, yeah, I'd pretty much immediately quit the game. There, there's only one condition, and, and I guess like maybe maybe one and a half conditions. Um, so that the half condition is, I suppose, if Squirrel Girl releases and is an instant trash tier character, I guess I'd be okay with that. Uh, I don't see that happening, but I, I think I could tolerate a world where Squirrel Girl was the butt of all the MSF jokes. Okay. Um, I'd make what? a separate section of the tier list. It would just be literally a bin, and she would Squirrel be in it. Section. Squirrel yeah. Girl teal. Rodent tier. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the only other way I think I'd be okay with her coming to the game, and I've said this uh, before, the only thing that can offset like a, a great and terrible atrocity would be like a great and generous gift. Um, and so I would say if Howard the Duck were oh. to accompany her, uh, I would say that they would cancel each other out. Uh, the greatest of all markers accompanying easily the worst of them all. Uh, I think I would be okay with that. All right, Fox Next. I hope you're listening. This is very serious. Casino, we do not want to lose him tomorrow. We do not want to lose him in this game. Do not, if you are planning to release Squirrel Girl, release Howard the Duck as well, because this is this is some serious stuff. All right, well, with that said, I hope she is not coming to the game without Howard the Duck. I would hate to lose you. My friend, you are a valuable asset to the Marvel Strike Force community and this show. You are half this show. We would lose half the news show if Squirrel Girl came to the game. I'll keep doing the news. We'll just have to add in a, a 10 minute section on why Squirrel Girl is the worst Marvel character and why I quit All every right, week. Big, big disclaimer every week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, my friend. Uh, I'm the usual places youtube.com slash casino, twitch.tv slash casino. Come find me. Discord.gg slash casino. Any big events that you uh, want to shamelessly promote before you go? Anything coming uh, up this week? These, these two don't have dates, but so coming up, I will be doing the newest tier list stream because uh, we want to try to get a bit ahead on this one. And then uh, I'm going to be doing a new balanced draft PvP tournament. So again, nice. I don't have dates on either of these six, but they it is likely one of these things will happen within a week. So yeah, just you know, right. keep in touch. Well, stick around. Uh, his Discord link is down below. All the latest for Casino there. Uh, also, links to his YouTube and uh, Twitch channel. If I, I don't know if you're on, if you are ever going to go back to Twitch, but the link is down there, guys, if you want to check him out. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this video. We do this every single week. Uh, subscribe if you like uh, this channel, if you like this content. Share this with all your friends, guys. Smash that share button and share this with your alliance, all of your friends, uh, and the notification bell as well. So every time a new video goes up, you are notified at least four Marvel Strike Force videos per week 
on this channel guys and all that stuff does support it helps the channel to grow so i appreciate all your comments and i will see you guys next time there's some other links down below if you want to support the channel even more but yes thank you guys for watching this video thank you guys for listening on the podcast and give me a hog fist bump before you go baby valley flying and casino out